Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. Oh, I've missed you guys so much. I'll tell you, uh, we took a little break. I've been traveling and, um, you know, doing awesome things, and it is just so exciting and it's so fulfilling to be back on the air this evening. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. I'm also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, everybody. What an awesome day to just give God thanks for being God all by himself. As you guys know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to really just overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. Um, I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury in communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that they face after uh, their loved one has survived a traumatic brain injury. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. So uh, on that note, uh, we have a very um, unique session tonight. Our session tonight is Ask an Author, and I am going to be talking about how to turn your tragedy into empowering moments. Here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors and entrepreneurs as well as survivors of traumatic events who, who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to just offer encouragement, to offer inspiration, um, just to others that they come across as they travel on their own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. Please also, and um, we invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page as well. It's www.facebook.com forward slash conquerorscafe. So if you or someone that you know has experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you can become the strategist of your own destiny. I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, 
Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you're a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishara Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. Our next sponsor, the Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are and they encompass unity like never before. Then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Twilo Reads for details. Um, our devotional uh, reading this evening is going to be coming from Mark, the 11th chapter, the 24th verse. That's the book of Mark, the New Testament, the 11th chapter, verse number 24. And it reads, for this season, I tell you, when you pray and ask for something, believe that you have received it and and you will be given whatever you ask for. For this reason, I tell you, when you pray and ask for something, believe that you have received it, and you will be given whatever you ask for. That's Mark 11 and 24. For a few minutes, I want to talk to you about pray, believe, and receive. Pray, believe, and receive. <clears throat> Did you know that you can actually receive good things from God if you speak it out in faith? When I was growing up, I remember a saying that was very popular, and that was, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I thought that was true at the time, but now I realize that it isn't. Yeah, it is true that sticks and stones can break your bones, but it's also true that names can hurt you. The words that come out of your mouth are very powerful. They can either bring life or death to you or to someone you direct them to. As we look to God alone, we base our prayers of our truth revealed in scriptures as taught by his spirit. John 15, 7 and 8 tells us, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you will ask for anything that you wish, and you shall have it. My Father's glory is shown by you bearing much fruit, and in this way you become my disciples. In other words, as we place our faith in God alone, guided by his words, we will be able to pray according to God's will, and when we pray according to God's will, 
we will see God move. Nothing lies beyond the reach of prayer except that which lies outside the will of God. And nothing lies within the will of God that is beyond the power of God. When we place our faith in God alone, trusting in guidance provided by his word, we can rest knowing and believing we are praying according to his will. As long as we pray in faith, we know we are praying in God's will and that God will hear and he will honor our request. We shouldn't be afraid to pray by God's guidance as we are taught in the scriptures. Some think that praying according to God will result in small prayers, but that is absolutely not true. Actually, we will pray bigger prayers than ever before because he will lead, because we will be led to trust in our big God. Whatever is on our mind will come out in your will come out of your mouth. Therefore, we must carefully consider our words because you will have what you say. And if you want good things, then you need to say good things. A bitter person trying to communicate with a loving God is like trying to get oil and water to mix. And we know that those two are simply mismatched. They don't go together. It's far better to forgive and forget than to resent and remember. For if you hold on to bitterness in your heart towards others, God will just not show up when you go to him in prayer. When you are cut off from communicating with God in prayer, you are kept from experiencing God's power in your life. If you are ever expecting God to do amazing things in your life, you're going to have to ask for his help first. You must get used to the idea of letting go and allowing God to be God and trust him to fulfill his plans and his promises for your life without you interfering. God doesn't need our help. Now, with faith, is the substance of things hoped for, but yet unseen. And without faith, it's just impossible for you to please God. However, he rewards those who diligently seek him. When we start to come up with our, the solution to our problems on our own, that's the moment unbelief enters the room. That's the moment our faith takes the back seat to our ability and the feet start to take note for its cue to enter into the limelight. Center stage. When I say pray, believe, receive, that is exactly what I mean. What kind of faith do you think it would take to move the mountain in your life? You're probably saying to yourself, oh, that's easy. It takes mountain-moving faith. Wrong. That's not the kind of faith it takes to move a mountain. The Bible tells us that the amount of the size of the mustard that, that the amount is of the size of a mustard seed is enough. A mustard seed. Yes, our mustard seed size faith in Jesus' ability will do the very same thing to our needs. All we have to do is apply and trust that Jesus will do what he says that he will do for us. Prayer is the means through which we can experience the reality of God's power and work in in, in all the things in our lives. But if we're going to pray effectively, we must be a people determined to have a a dynamic faith in God and a devoted fellowship with one another. God is not a respecter of person. He loves us all the same, even the doubters, 
even the naysayers, even the backstabbers, even the backsliders. God still loves and offers the convenience of his promises if they will use their faith and believe. Why can't we believe that today? Maybe it's because we live in a in a world that, that says, I don't believe it until I see it. Yeah, you know, that skeptical kind of world. The truth is, you have what you say when you receive what you confess. However, receiving does not require some effort. It's called acting on your faith. See, you first confess it, then believe it, and then receive it. It's really just that simple. Amen. So remember to pray, believe, and receive. Thank you so much for joining us on today. I'm so excited. I want you guys to, first of all, forgive me a little bit. I'm a little under the weather today. I believe a little call is, is a little cold is trying to um, sneak up on me, but I'm not claiming that, and I am moving on in Jesus' name. And I'm excited about being here this evening. We have an amazing show lined up for you this evening. We are talking about turning your tragedy into empowering moments, turning your tragedy into empowering moments. You know, most of us in life, we've dealt with some type of tragedy. We've gone through some type of traumatic event. We are either survivors or caregivers. And as a survivor of a traumatic event, the remainder of your life is really dependent on how you navigate the untimely events that occur. Your ability to persevere after being thrown into those bleak circumstances and uncertain outcomes is the most valuable trait that you must absorb. Your capacity to live through the unforeseen hardships and challenges that accompany tragedies will test you daily. It is during this hour that you will be empowered and learn how to turn your tragedy into working strategies to create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you face. But first, we are going to take a quick break, and we will return. We are going to have a conversation that is going to knock your socks off. So don't you move, because we will be right back. My Your bed and 
But one of the most important things that you must remember is that you cannot run and hide. You cannot run and hide. You cannot go into a shell and hide from the rest of the world. You cannot become silent. You can't quarantine yourself from the rest of the world. You cannot stay silent. Uh, The truth of the matter is there are people in this world who most likely have gone through whatever it is that you've gone through or that you are going through. There are people on this earth who have experienced the same hurt that you have or are experiencing the same disappointment, the same heartache and pain. Um, and I can prove that to you. Let's do the math. Um, if you you look at the statistics of the population, there are seven. There are over seven billion people on this planet. Now, knowing this statistic, what does this likely tell you? I'll tell you, that means that out of the 7 billion people on the planet, I am 100% positive that at least one of them have gone through what you have gone through. And the significance in this is that you are not alone. So this is why you cannot stay silent because when you start sharing your story with others, that's when you're going to start finding and meeting others who will say things like, oh, wow, you went through that? Me too. Hey, I'm dealing with the same thing. Maybe we can come together and brainstorm to come up with some ways that we can deal with the challenges that we both are dealing with. That's why you can't stay silent. You're not alone. And realizing this and opening up is really going to help you uh, break through that pain. And uh, one of the biggest things, and this is what we're going to be focusing on tonight, one of the biggest, biggest parts of turning your tragedy into empowering moments is understanding that you have to keep your perspective. So tonight we're going to be really focusing on the importance of keeping your perspective after a tragic event, okay? Now, I know that you guys have been, uh, 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 you've heard of the saying, this too shall pass. Uh, I know you guys have. If you're listening, just wave your hand in the air right now uh, because I know that you've heard that, that saying before. But there was a reason that we were taught that this too shall pass. Um, it's just saying that it's a reminder to say that, hey, I know that things look bad. Hey, I know that things are hard to deal with right now. I know that things are looking good right now, but things will change over a period of time. Things are going to get better sooner or later. Sooner or later, it's going to hurt less. Sooner or later, the pain is going to subside. Sooner or later, the heartache and the pain will become bearable. This, too, shall pass. That is perspective. So when you're talking about turning your tragedy into a powerful moment, there are several things that uh, you've got to take into consideration. Uh, there are certain reasons why a personal loss can actually change or shift your perspective on things so that you can truly make the most out of your life. After a tragedy, we question what's important to us in life. Yeah, I know. So it's easy to get caught up in the busyness of life and really lose touch with what our higher calling or our purpose in life is. And I believe that everything that has breath has been created 
for a purpose. It has has been created and has a purpose, okay? A loss can often be the trigger to question what we are doing with our life and what's truly important to us. That's right. And I'm going to show you that. Uh, I know that God made all of us, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we are the head and not the tail, and we are above only and not beneath. And God made each one of us, and we have a purpose. And after a tragedy, we reflect on the qualities that we admire most about the person that we lost or or the person that uh, may now uh, be the, a survivor of the tragedy, okay? So mourning a loss is part of the grieving process. It can be extremely painful as we remember the special qualities of that person. But what you have to do is, uh, if we're able to increase our awareness of the people around us, we'll soon realize that the qualities that we miss about the person that we lost or that is now the survivor is actually present in other people. Again, that's why you cannot become silent. You cannot go into hiding. After a tragedy, we are reminded that our time on earth is indeed limited. It is indeed limited. Being reminded of our mortality, it really makes us realize just how precious life really is. And that can be a powerful motivator right there for us to make important changes in our lives and to really stop letting our fears prevent us from living the life that we want to live. See, these are some reasons why a personal loss or a tragedy can change our shift or our perspective on things so that we can truly make the most out of life. Dealing with a loss can tend to, to bring people together. We, we start to gain uh, a mental strength from that loss. Nothing unites people more strongly than experiencing a loss of some kind. You know that's when families come together, sadness to say it's usually during the death or, you know, when some tragedy occurs, that's when the family really wants to come together. You know, the support of family and friends can, it, it can give us a mental, it can give us a mental strength that we need to get through the grieving process. But during this time, we may also rekindle our relationship. We may start to realize, hey, that life is really short and that, hey, that grudge that I held, hey, it, 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 it's not really worth it. We're talking about perspective. We're talking about turning your tragedy into empowering moments. Winning and losing are a part of life. That's just it. Life is life. And while any loss can be painful, if we're able to look at it from a different perspective, we realize there are many lessons that we can learn from the tragedy. So let's talk about that. After a tragedy, we must learn how to start using that tragedy as a catalyst for positive change. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Oh, my God, it is not easy. But I know that I had to do something. I had to make a change. I had to make a decision, decision time. If I was going to walk in faith or if I was going to walk in fear, and I chose to walk in faith, and for me, faith, F-A-I-T-H, simply means forwarding all issues to him. And fear 
simply means false evidence appearing real. So I had to make a choice. I had to make a decision. After surviving a tragedy, your inner strength and character starts to starts to rebuild. Okay, if you got, you have to use that uh, as a time to build that inner strength and character and, and to create new opportunities to help you move forward in better ways. Surviving a tragedy helps you walk away with greater clarity, better insight, as well as a renewed spirit. Surviving a tragedy helps you realize that the tragedy isn't going to get the best of you, that it wasn't going to take your life away, that you can get through this because this too shall pass. Remember, I just said, yeah, it hurts right now, but sooner or later. You got to commit to thinking about your life and circumstances in ways that will help you get back on your feet again. It's going to help you develop the mindset that's required that will help us to overcome, you know, any personal tragedy that we, that what we may face. I mean, my book, Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, I talk about that the importance of your words. Your words have power. That's what we just read about, okay? Pray, believe, receive what you say out of your mouth. And when you start speaking differently, when your mindset changes, your language changes, and when your language changes, your life is going to change. One, one of the most important things for you to remember when you are turning your tragedy into a empowering moment is that you have to understand that how you respond to the tragedy makes all the difference, how you respond. When we um, experience any kind of tragedy, it all comes down to perspective, the big picture, perspective, the big picture. What do I mean by the big picture? Well, I am so glad that you asked. Um, Well, one, remembering how things were before the actual tragedy occurred, okay, the big picture. Um, after a tragedy strikes placing you into a role of a survivor or caregiver, you must learn to appreciate the bigger picture. Really learn to live more mindfully just to uh, uh, feel a stronger connection to those things that truly matter. That's what I mean by the big picture. Be grateful to yourself for having made it through or to this journey. And, yeah, and I'll go ahead and say through the journey as well. Going from feeling completely lost and completely broken and humiliated and destroyed to uh, where you are now, today, right now, that's a powerful statement about who you are as a survivor, who you are as a person. This says a lot about your tenacity and your ability to persevere. We're talking about the big picture, okay? Let me tell you what perseverance really is. Are you guys ready? It's simply the hard work that you do when you get tired of doing the hard work that you've already done. That's perseverance. So instead of complaining and whining, just start to be grateful that God found you worthy to 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 go through this tragic event, to come out stronger than ever, to come out wiser than ever, so that you can be able to pull others through. Because that's really 
what's going to happen in the end. Talking about the big picture, there will be tragedies and setbacks in all of our lives, okay? Why? Because life is life and it's going to happen. But remember I said you're not alone. That is the key. You can't hide. You have to share your journey. That's going to help you bounce back from the setback. Accept that change is a part of life and, and come to terms with any circumstances that you cannot change. No matter how smart you are, no matter how resourceful you are, no matter how loving and faithful or organized you are, I tell you, you don't get to control this. There are just certain things that you're just not going to be able to control. So surrendering it all to God is your best bet so that you can find some degree of peace. So you have to keep your faith. You've made it out victorious. Now it's time for you to call upon the strength and the courage that you're going to need to face each day. you got to find strength beyond yourself. That's right. You have to find strength beyond yourself. Yes, I know your heart may be broken. As a survivor, I know that things may be different. As a caregiver, I know that uh, things may be different. But this is the moment of truth for you. You may feel like you just can't do it. You take it from someone who knows you can do it. It's within you to rise up. You have meaning on the other side of this. You just have to maintain it till you get there, to get to the other side of the tragedy. Remember, make the decision, faith, forwarding all issues to him, and all we need is the size of a mustard seed, right? So remember, how we respond makes all the difference. Your mindset, when experiencing any kind of tragedy, it comes down to perspective. When we take on the right perspective, it opens up opportunities. On the other hand, when we adopt a limited viewpoint of the situation, we lock ourselves away from using these circumstances as a catalyst for positive change. Now, when tragedy strikes, and at some point in our lives, it will. Let's just assume that things in life are at an all-time low, okay? And if this is and if this is what if this is the case, then you must find a way to allow the tragedy to test your adaptability and test your resolve. Allow it to awaken the hidden wisdom and the necessary insights and awareness needed to accomplish your life's purpose. Okay? When the tragedy strikes, and if your life is at an all time low, Use it to develop the necessary strength needed to prepare you for the journey that's ahead. Bring about uh, new perspectives and, and learn new experiences. Connect with people that you would have never reached out to. Challenge you. Allow it to challenge you to find those hidden lessons that can help you move forward in a better way. You can do that. Your mindset changes. And after your mindset begins to change, that very same tragedy will begin to help 
build your character. It's going to open doors to unexplored opportunities. It's going to open doors to new beginnings and more nurturing and fulfilling paths. It's going to close doors that could lead you down undesirable paths when your mindset changes. It's going to help you to avoid making future mistakes that could cost you even more than what you appear to be losing right now. How you respond makes all the difference in the world. We're going to talk about five steps to making most of the tragic circumstances. And I know this is a little bit different. I'm going to open up the lines as well. So if you have a question or a comment, please dial in. The call-in number is 657 We're going to take a quick, quick break. But when we come back, we're going to open up those phone lines, and we're going to go over just a couple of things uh, that can can help you make the most of a tragic circumstance. How many of you know that a tragedy is not the end all? It's not the end all, and you can actually uh, have the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you are facing. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Let me tell you something. Come on, put your hands right there.
Amen, amen. Sixty Jesus out of Canton spirituals took it way back there a little bit. One of my favorite all time spiritual Sixty Jesus by the Canton spirituals. Welcome back to the Conquerors Cafe. I'm your host Twyla Lee, uh, number one best selling multi award winning author. Here we are talking tonight about turning your tragedy into empowering moments, and we are focusing on perspective. The importance of keeping your perspective. And uh, we talked about uh, a couple of things uh, about the decision that you make, uh, changing your mindset, and how a, a, a loss can actually change or shift your perspective. And, how, and, and why it's so important to use that tragedy as a catalyst for positive change. And, and one of the um, key things in doing that is realizing that the way you respond makes all the difference in the world. And right now, I want to remind our, our listeners that the calling uh, lines for calling in is open. It's by 7383-0898 if you have a comment or a question. And we're going to go over briefly a few uh, steps for making the most of the tragic circumstance. The very first thing that I want you to realize is that you have to face the brutal truth. Face the truth. Okay, I know something um, tragic has unexpectedly happened, but instead of cursing, instead of complaining or of, of falling into a self-pity party, just make a conscious effort to face the truth of your reality. And the reality is that life is now different. Things have changed. No, it is not easy to do this. It may not happen overnight. It may take weeks. It may take months. It may even take years. But at some point, you have to face the truth of your reality. What has happened has happened. Um, uh, resistance at a time like this is not going to be helpful, and it may possibly make your situation really worse than what it is. Remember, no matter what happens, you always have a choice in how you respond. Now, I know you may be listening was like, oh, my God, she's saying this, but how did she get through her rough time? It was not easy. And sometimes I still have my days, okay? But when I do have those days, I think about the big picture. I think about the perspective. I have to do that. If not, I tell you guys, I promise you, I would not have my sanity. <laughs> so I, I'm, just not, I'm not just telling you guys this. I do the same thing. Okay, you can either react negatively to the situation or you can detach yourself from the circumstances and, and observe what, what has happened objectively. When tragedy strikes, it's easy to get wrapped up in your emotions, right? And when we do, what happens? We can quickly fall prey to addictions, alcohol consumption, pill popping, or other overindulgences in food or, or other things that will not help the situation at all, okay? Yeah, it may be a temporary fix. It may uh, just match the pain temporarily. It may help you forget about what's happening temporarily, but how long would that last? How long until you have to wake up and truly uh, face the reality of your situation? So you got to spend a little time asking yourself these questions. What just happened? What does it mean? How does that affect me? How does it affect others? What are the short and long-term uh, long effects? What's the wider effect? 
the bigger picture. And when you uh, begin to detach yourself from those negative thoughts, you will be able to realize that the beast is no longer there. The tragedy, the things that occur, it's happened. This too shall pass. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's hard to get through. But sooner or later, you got to start to put those sooner or laters in right there, okay? It's going to get better. The pain is going to get better. It's going to be easier to deal with it over time. Next thing I want you to realize, you got to take a moment to just settle yourself, okay? Just take a, take a moment to settle yourself. Take a deep breath. Take a moment to really just exhale. What are you going to do next? Actually, what you do next is really going uh, to either make you stronger or it's going to take you down a spiral of depression and despair. In order to stay level-headed, your first objective is to just take a moment to first forgive yourself and others. That's deep right there, I know, right? But you have to do this to be able to move forward. What happened might or may not have been under your control. It might or may not have been the responsibility of others. However, this is no time to blame. There's no time to deny what happened or to feel dejected or to start pointing fingers. Just immediately stop yourself when you start uh, uh, having those thoughts and when you start hearing that inner voice going on, 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 you know, going on in your head saying, oh, life is not fair, this isn't fair, I can't believe this happened to me, this wasn't supposed to happen, why me, Lord, why this, why that, what if this, what if that? You got to do that. You got to take a moment to separate yourself from those circumstances. Take a moment to be alone with the thoughts, to settle your emotions, to settle that anger to settle that disappointment and those frustrations. Now, once you do that, just acknowledge, okay, what happened has happened, what's done is done, I forgive myself for any mistakes, and I also forgive others. I will deal with these circumstances in the best way that I can. And, and one of the most comforting things to know is that God says he will never leave you nor forsake you. So you're never going to be alone, even when you feel like you're alone, even when the family is not there, even when your friends are no longer there. God is always there. And to get a fresh perspective, you got to reach out and talk to others that you trust. Ask them to be encouraging and supportive. Ask them to give you hope for a better future. Change your perception of who you are yourself. you got to do that. Once you start to realize who you really are, you actually start to look at yourself differently. <clears throat> Most importantly, you're going to realize who you really are. Once your perception of who you are changes, you're going to realize that you're stronger than you ever thought that you could be. Your perception in life is determined by your past experiences, your values, your beliefs, your overall psychological makeup. It's the way that you think about or the way you understand someone or something. It determines the way that you respond to something, okay? So, in short, your perception is your reality, all right? It's the way that you see the world, basically. That's all it is. It's your life. Once your perception of who you are changes, things that you used to be afraid of doing, you're no longer going to be afraid. They're not going to give you those butterflies anymore. They're not going to make you anxious. 
be patient with yourself. Yeah, I know you're probably feeling overwhelmed. You're flooded with emotions. Uh, one minute, and you may be numb the next, okay? So now you got to let the value that you've given out to others return to you to help you through your own dark hours. It's time to take care of yourself now, all right? Use those daily affirmations. Remember, your words have power. I can, I will, and I am. Do something and mean it. Don't just say them, uh, uh, you know, you got to say them and mean it. Once your perception of who you are changes, you're going to feel more confident in your ability to do things, in your ability to make decisions for yourself and others. But most importantly, once your perception of who you are changes, you're going to start to love and appreciate yourself. You got to take one breath at a time, one day at a time, take one step forward at a time. Be kind to yourself. Encourage yourself. Eat healthy. Exercise. Don't beat yourself up. Trust me, you're going to have enough people doing that anyway, so you don't have to do that to yourself. Your emotions, you have to express them. You don't have to suppress them. As a matter of fact, it's not healthy anyway. You don't have to hide them or, or, hide them or deny them. You can just air them out in, in a healthy and a, you know, a constructive way. Start journaling or painting. Maybe time for you to write that book to tell your story of hope and healing. You've got to make a commitment to growth. Use your power of choice. You get to pick. It's time to change your perception of who you are. You've got to separate yourself from yourself, if that makes sense. I know that's kind of weird to hear me say that, but that's what you have to do. Separate yourself from yourself by taking a jog, go take a walk, go for a swim, go to the gym. Just uh, uh, just get out of your own space and go to another place to where you can really just have freedom to move and detach yourself from those negative thoughts. What, you know, one of the best ways to do that is to exercise or to go spend some time meditating in prayer and worship. Just put on your worship music and just, just really just let that, let the songs and let the words to the worship music just minister to your spirit. What I'm, what I'm really just, just trying to get you to see here, the idea is to just get yourself into a better place emotionally, mentally, and physically. And once you're in a better place, then you will naturally create the mental space that you need to think things through, you know, in a more rational, objective manner. <clears throat> so, um, you know, there, there, there are some other things um, that we can talk about. I may break this up into two sessions because I really want to uh, get you guys to really understand that you can have life after traumatic events and that you really can turn your tragedy into a powering moment. The next thing I want you to do is to gain proper perspective of the situation, okay? Now that you've settled yourself and you've created the space that you need to see things with a little more clarity, it's time to start gaining a proper perspective of the situation. One of the best ways to do this is just do your tragedy as an obstacle that needs to be overcome. See it as a challenge that has been put before you that tests your resolve and, and, and tests your strength to persevere and tests your tenacity. And the stronger your character, the greater your level of resilience is going to be when facing adversity. 
you got to ask yourself, what is the tragedy trying to teach me? You may uh, uh, have a lack of experience or knowledge to fully understand the predicament that you find yourself in. The, the tragedy may uh, have occurred to, to teach you how to forgive more, how to love more, how to have more patience. You That's that's the time for you to go into your do a self-assessment. Go inside of yourself. Do a gut check, if you will. Go to God and say, Lord, what is going on? Why did this tragedy occur? What 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 is this tragedy trying to teach me? And whatever it is for you, take the time to listen deep within yourself for the answers that can help you gain the clarity of mind that you need to move on from the tragedy. Remember that your future is what you make it today. And it all starts at this very moment. The decisions that you make right now shape the life that you will live one day, one week, one month, and maybe even years from now. Hey, this is the final final step we're going to cover tonight. Take a proactive action. You're now the blueprint to show others what victory looks like, what survivorship looks like, what it really means to be a confident. The final step is to take proactive action to bring your future to reality. You're now using this tragedy event as a catalyst for positive change and transformation. Moving on from the tragedy, of course, is not going to be easy, but if you commit yourself to taking small daily steps, Commit yourself to making daily improvements. You will eventually build the momentum that you need to carry you forward to a better place, a place where you're going to find the space needed to live life in more optimal ways. Trust me, I'm a living testimony. So in conclusion, guys, we all know that sometimes life is going to be unpredictable and it's going to be uncertain. What we have today can be taken away. You know, sometimes people used to say here today, gone tomorrow, but now here today, gone today. How we expect things to be today may not be that way tomorrow. Life served as well yesterday, but may not be so uh, uh, favorable for us in the future. Life is really like a roller coaster ride. It has unexpected turns and twists that we uh, that we don't expect, and they happen when we least expect it. I mean, if you've ridden a roller coaster, you can be you just never know when those turns and those twists are gonna are gonna happen. And sometimes tragedy will strike and turn our world upside down. But the very next day, it could turn into a blessing in disguise. And before you know it, you will be the inspiration that others need to make the impossible possible. And I truly, truly believe that, guys. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed our show this evening. I see we didn't have any questions, but I hope you guys learned something today <clears throat> as we talked about turning your tragedy into empowering moments. So many times um, we want to give up. And I just want to encourage you on this evening not to give up. Don't throw in the towel. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So we can do all things through Christ. He gives us the strength to do so. We just have to believe. Have the faith the size of a mustard seed 
a mustard seed. That's all it takes. And we can move mountains. And whatever that mountain is in your life on this evening, I just want to encourage you and say, pray, believe, and receive. Okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening. Thanks so much for listening to the Conference Cafe. Be sure to visit us at our website at conferencecafe.com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to our website to stay updated on all of the great things that we're doing. We've truly enjoyed you all. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. We have a lot of uh, great guests that we're going to be um, spotlighting beginning next month. We're really excited. We are scheduling our interviews for the last quarter of 2019 for uh, October, November, and December. It's the last quarter. Can you guys believe that we don't, uh, our year is almost over, and God has, has, has sustained us, and he has kept us all, and we are just so grateful and so thankful, and I know that I am, and I trust that you all are as well. I want to invite you guys to uh, visit my website at www.twilogreed.com. We have several books to help you on your journey of turning your tragedy into a powering moment. Um, Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. Um, you know, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, I know that life can become chaotic, it can become hectic, and it can um, you can sometimes just feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. But this is the time that's for you to really understand the power of your words, because it's through your words that you're going to find joy, you're going to find peace, and you're going to realize that you possess the power to change your tragedy into triumph. And if you are a caregiver, I invite you to um, check out our book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? Um, this is uh, a time uh, Caregivers Awareness Month is fast approaching. And so many times, caregivers really never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And so uh, I want you to use this as a resource to really just help you uh, learn strategies and techniques that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on your caregiving journey. Uh, again, we are uh, fast approaching this, the last quarter of this year, and I'm going to be having a goal-setting uh, virtual course through Facebook. More to follow on that. I'm going to invite you guys uh, uh, to uh, to partake in that in that goal-setting class. Uh, we're going to be really uh, going to be uh, an aggressive class, uh, aggressive instructions to help you uh, set your goals, properly set your goals, achieve your goals. And, and really learn how to break your goals down to achieve them. And one of the, the resources we're going to uh, use for that class is my journey goal-setting journal. And it really just, like I said, helps you to learn how to put your goals in arm's reach. And so if you're having trouble writing down your goals, I'm going to show you how to break them down so that you can really attain those goals. Um, and and show you why it's so important for uh, for your goals to be centered around God's vision and plans 
growth, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different won't change or be different. But we're going to fix that and we're going to to show you guys what to do. And so, again, just check out our website, www.twilogreen.com, and you'll find uh, many books on uh, while my son just uh, wrote his book, uh, just because I have a brain injury doesn't mean, and it has become a number one bestseller, uh, things the brain injury survivor wants you to know. So I encourage you guys to support him, visit our website, and check out his book as well. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us on this evening. And as we close, um, I want you to remember that we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustration, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limits to want to quit in our journey. We can do two things. We can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that were never good for you. Remember, the choice you make has the power to alter alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue to soar by the power of God, transforming your tragedy into empowering moments. Till next time, I'm your host, Twyla Lee, your tragedy to strategy mentor. For seeking engagements or other consultations, please email me at info at And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, please let's connect. Come and share your story on our platform with our listening audience. Good night, everyone. Take care. And may God bless you in heaven. Smile upon you.
it, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.